I'm addicted to feeling amazing. I love those goosebumps I get when I hear a good song. I love that post-workout feeling. I love the feeling of eating healthy food. And I just, I'm a sucker for information on what's going to make me better. Um, As I said, at 15 and a half, in the airport, a gentleman approached me asking if I wanted to enter his local modeling competition. And I thought, I remember looking down at my body at that point in time and I thought, you've got to be kidding me, mate. Like, <laughs> they were kept calling out number 35, our winner, number 35, but no one was stepping forward. And I looked down, I was number 35. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie May from the team at Girlfriend and right across from me is the lovely Alana. Hello. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> even though I'm the co-host. As always, each week we're bringing you an interview. Yes. This week we are speaking to the wonderful Rachel Finch about all things health, wellness, and her life as a model and superstar of a human. We are trialing the La Roche-Posay Effaclass Spot Scan System. We're in week two. So, first thing, first cab off the ranks. Holy grails. Fails. Let's go. Bum, bum, bum. So mine, actually, my grail is more expensive than Alana's this week. <gasps> Shock horror. <laughs> so I am obsessed with the new Bobby Brown lip balm. New, it's not new. You it's been out for ages. <laughs> um, one of my friends started working there and she swears by it. I'm not a big lip balm person. I mean, give me a little bit of paw paw when my lips are chapped, but mm. it's not my go-to tool. <laughs> boy, oh boy, was I wrong. You've just been doing it wrong. <sighs> the whole tub, it's gone. <clears throat> I think it's like a month, not either. Oh, even. Jacqueline. But I'm a heavy user yeah. because I become addicted and yep. I can't help it. Then it's you need a problem. It all the time. You know those people when you see them on the bus and they're just like rubbing chapstick all That's over their me. mouth and it's like That's one me. rub is enough, but then they keep going. Yep. They just keep going. Yep. My That's sister you. picked me up from the train <laughs> station and she said, Do you know you have lip balm on your moustache? <laughs> And I'm like, hmm, am I offended because Thanks, I Beck. have a moustache or because I've overused lip balm? All of the above. What's yours? My holy grail is actually like it's an interesting time because I thought it might have been a fail at first, not because the product was bad, just because I was having a struggle. <laughs> you saw this, Jackie. Yes. I bought a new L'Oreal lipstick. It is called oh, the yeet. Rouge Signature Lip Ink. <laughs> and... It's supposed to be like the thinnest lipstick yep. ever. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of over the liquid lip vibe because it give, it gets a little bit crusty. But it was like, if it's thin, I can try it, I suppose. I'll buy that. It was on sale at, at Priceline. So I was like, meh, whatever. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, I you popped have it on. Big pockets. When, yeah, I get paid enough for that. Sure. Um, <laughs> I got home from Priceline and I was like, I'm just going to pop it on to see what the color's like. You know, have I made a really bad call? I bought a bright pink, so could have been a disaster. Could have been great. I popped it on. I was like, wow, this is cute. It dried down nicely. It was real comfortable. Five minutes later, I was like, "Mm, I'll take it off because, you know, it's bedtime. Mm Got to take me makeup off. It didn't come off. Well, like it came off, but my lips were so stained, you couldn't tell that I'd taken it off. And I was like, well, Gee golly, what am I going to do Gee now? Golly. <laughs> in it's in the product name, ink. Yeah, but you know how sometimes it's like it has a good lasting power, but it's not like ink. Great color though. Anyway, I woke up, it was still there. I put it on. I went the whole day. I didn't reapply. It stayed on. I scrubbed and scrubbed at my lips and it was a good exfoliation for them when I took it off, but it lasted the whole day. It was, it was great. Love it. 
So it's $24.95, available pretty much everywhere, just like all L'Oreal products, Priceline, Target, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Jacqueline, you have the fail this week. Yes, my fail. (sighs) So I recently went camping trip to Tasmania. I was roughing it. I only brought my moisturizer with me. Oh. Which I thought was good because I was packing light. Mm-hmm. However, <clears throat> I didn't bring anything to cleanse the body. Ooh. No soap, no body wash, nothing. Ooh. So I was, you know, stealing a bar of soap when I could at <laughs> <From> hotel, <laughs> at hotels and just uh, wherever I could. But my hair got so manky because, you know, I was hiking, I was wearing beanies. It was mm. not a good look and it was so – it was an oil slick. I was a CEO at a at a oil drilling company where my Ooh. hair was so slicked back. I needed to wash it. I used the bar of soap. Oh, Jackie, no. I used it. No. I used it to wash my hair. No. I walked out. I have quite. Did short you have hair any conditioner that you'd stolen from? No, soap? Oh, negative. Oh, it was just the bar of soap. Just okay. the drying bar of soap that was probably sixty five cents that a million people had touched before in that yep. camping. I see where this is going. Um, so <laughs> scarecrow hair, so dry, you know, when you like accidentally brush past your grandma's hair and it's real like, you know, yep. dry. Yeah. I had grandma hair. Oh, good. Well, yeah. I'm really glad it was cold and you could wear a beanie. True. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Means a lot. Your to hair me. looks a lot better now. You've clearly washed it since. Anyway, we've got a good one this week. Rachel Finch has joined us in the studio. She has. I can't wait for you all to hear her. Let's jump into it. Whether you've watched this model on the Miss Universe runway, on Dancing with the Stars, or reporting on major sporting events like the Olympics, can you believe this beautiful brunette also juggles two kids, her own line of activewear, and an online health and wellness program, Body by Finch? We're so happy to have you in the studio, Aww. Rachel Finch. Thank you, lady. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you for braving the rain for us. Oh, it's freezing at the moment. <laughs> what's, what's happening, Sydney? <laughs> so straight off the bat, we need to know one thing. How do you juggle having <laughs> your own activewear line, an online program, a family, and, you know, <laughs> keeping yourself sane as well? I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to time management or juggling a multitude of tasks is getting my mind in the right frame of mind. So making sure that every single day I'm dedicating some space to whether it's meditation, self-care, or something that just fills my cup. So every day, uh, it's like brushing my teeth. I would never go a day without brushing my teeth. Mm. I would never go a day without spending 10 minutes either on my bedroom floor, on my lounge room floor, wherever it might be, practicing meditation and really tuning into my body and my surrounding. And when I do that, I'm more able to come out of that situation and be a lot more productive when it's busy. So I feel like even though life is really full and I've got Mm. kids and I've got businesses and we've got clients that we work for, I just feel like when I dedicate that time to being present and still, I then have more power when I switch back into gears. That is absolutely insane because you were telling us just before that you put your slow cooker on. I have no kids. I have one job, a dog, but I can't make it to the the gym. I can't meditate. Like, yes, you can. Everyone can. And I I, honestly, um, I'm a big believer that it's never too early or too late to start. 
anything that on the health and wellness journey. Um, and for me, I, I just feel like I'm addicted to feeling amazing. I love those goosebumps I get when I hear a good song. I love that post-workout feeling. I love the feeling yeah. of eating healthy food. And I just, I'm a sucker for information on what's going to make me better. <laughs> That's absolutely insane. <laughs> So going all the way back, it's crazy to think that it was 10 years ago that mm. you did Miss Universe. Yes. How how was that? Can you tell us about the experience of mm. being a part of something like Miss Universe? It was a truly incredible experience. I um, started modelling when I was about 15 and a half. I was very much sport-focused when I was young. So I grew up in Townsville in North Queensland and I did touch football, athletics. My goal was to compete at the Olympics for long jump and 200 metres. Wow. So I was training really hard for that. Then, um, as I said, at 15 and a half, in the airport, a gentleman approached me asking if I wanted to enter his local modelling competition. And I thought, I remember looking down at my body at that point in time and I thought, you got to be kidding me, mate. Like, <laughs> I had bruises, scratches, grass stains on my on my hips. The like, real tomboy. Yeah, like ponytail. You know, I'd never really worn a pair of heels. So I was, and I just thought, how long first is it going to take for all these uh, things on my body to heal? <laughs> um, and second, second of all, makeup and and shoes and dresses were not that familiar with me. So I thought, you know what? I took the entry form home and I thought, why not? Why not try something new, give it a crack and just um, put myself in the challenge? So I did it and they were kept calling out number 35, our winner, number 35, and no one was stepping forward. And I looked down, I was number 35. <laughs> so I um, I was lucky enough to win. And from there, I just started taking on more jobs and found myself traveling around the world, working as a model, building my book. I lived in Germany, Singapore, New York, London, New Zealand, and just so cool. It was incredible. I just started learning so much about the world, about myself. And when I came home to Australia, that's when I wanted to enter the Miss Universe competition. And a lot of people don't know this, but I won it in 2009, but I actually entered in 2008 as well. So I entered the year before and I didn't make it to the top 24 and I just sort of, yeah, yeah, finished the competition and then there was still something inside of me that thought, "Mm, I I really want to go back and try again, you know. I I didn't feel complete. So I went back and I was lucky enough to win the following year. So three weeks the competition was with 84 women from around the world at breakfast every day, I had breakfast with a different country. I got to know so much about different women from around the world yeah. and different cultures, and it was just life changing. So <laughs> interesting. And like you sort of modeled during the peak 2000s, where all those really interesting fashion trends sort of, you know, the, the double denim and the yeah. – oh, yeah. We still do double denim. Layered, <laughs> layered T-shirts and yes. tank tops are my favourite. Yes. Yes. It really peaked. <laughs> Was there any sort of particular fashion trend that you just shake your head at that you – Oh, I think all of them. <laughs> I think it was just the way we mixed everything and yep. – I mean, I say – I look uh, – uh, probably a year ago I would would have said – why did I wear those scrunchies? But now I'm wearing yeah. scrunchies again. Scrunchies and it's really bizarre. Yeah. 
So every trend I look back on and think, oh, my goodness, <laughs> but I'm now starting to wear every single one of them. So I'm going to throw one out that I hope never comes back, and that is low-rise jeans. Oh, They don't yes. look good on anyone. That trend can stay away. I can't believe we used to wear it. Why? I know. And it's like, no, so that's just it's not a good thing. That Nobody e- needs that. That extra 10 centimetres of support is just It's like- everything, <laughs> especially when you, like, drop something in public and you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about my pants sliding all the way down because exactly. at least they're above my hips now. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you mentioned that you kind of fell into this modelling career and you wanted to be an Olympic star before. Was that sort of your, your peak goal or did you have another career you wanted to tackle as well? No, I think before modelling, the sport was definitely my number one priority and competing at the Olympics for Australia. Um, but I have always been interested, as I said, in the body and body mechanics and food for fuel and understanding more the mindset of people and basically everything to do with health and wellness and, and how we live and how we interact with people. So I've, I studied health coaching. I studied personal training and I'm just always reading and researching like, that's my number one go-to. I'll always listen to a podcast about health and wellness or motivation or something that will help me become a better version of myself. And that's why I love, you know, what you guys do because in a way you are helping people to just find something within themselves that might make them feel better or make a better decision. So it's awesome. Oh, shucks, Rachel. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, it's true. We are season trailer. Just lead into this. <laughs> Perfect. Thinks we're doing great things. <laughs> so – as part of the whole movement, you went on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Were you a dancer before you went on the show or was it something you learnt along the way? Definitely not. I had never stepped foot on a dance floor before and I remember the moment where I was standing in the hallway shaking like a leaf, like Bambi in front of a head headline. <laughs> <laughs> and I opened the door to my first rehearsal and I walked in and I was like, what am I doing here? And little did I know at the time that the person I was actually looking at inside the dance studio was my future husband. So <laughs> Made it easier. It made, well, it didn't make it easier. <laughs> I was even more nervous and he was so comfortable in, in, that, in that arena because yeah. – he was, you know, 25 years dance experience, top six in the world, a Latin American, you know, oh, like gosh. knew what he was doing, yep. was so comfortable and I was like, get me out of here <laughs> but I really like you. <laughs> so we fell in love. You know, I think I had my toothbrush at his place about four weeks after we met. So wow. it was a very quick relationship. He proposed to me six months after we met. Wow. And we just knew from the start that we were um, meant to be. Like we just uh, – we we had the same goals. We had the same values. We had the same passions. We, we valued the same things in life, family, love, connection, all those sorts of things. And and we wanted to build and grow together, so it's very Beautiful. quick. <laughs> I guess him being a, a like dancing instructor as well, like mm. he would be quite into fitness and that as well. Did you guys bond over that as well? Definitely, we um, shared that passion from day one, yeah. and it's actually where my program was born from. Oh, wow. So yeah, the program that we've got now, our online program called mm. Body by Finch, um, was birthed basically when Misha and I met, and that's when. We 
basically we wanted to do something that gave back those feelings of vitality, health, wellness, and, and bettering people's lives. So the first thing we did was actually uh, open a dance school together. So Misha taught and yeah. I changed the bins and checked people in. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my role. And then I was more the accounting and, you know, made yep. sure the schedule was managed. And then we opened a second school because we started growing and then we opened a third school. Then we thought, how can we take this love of movement and, you know, uh, wellness to a, to a greater level. So that's when we launched um, the online program and we now provide workouts, not only movement and workouts, but meal plans. We do um, mindfulness meditations, support the community. Like it's a very so holistic good. picture and it's our absolute dream. So Amazing. <laughs> and now you're online. There's a lot less bins to chain there. Exactly. Well. Change your own. Just different types of bins. Electronic <laughs> bins are very difficult to manage. Um, <laughs> yes, so happy about that. <laughs> so with all of your wellness tips and tricks available, do you have a cheeky treat that you like to sneak in sometimes? I have a treat, except when I'm doing a juice cleanse like I am this week. <laughs> a very nourishing one, by the way. It's not like I'm drinking celery juice all day long. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a really substantial amount of juice yep. um, and smoothies. But if I'm not juice cleansing, mm. I have a treat every day. So I eat chocolate every single day, mm. but it's just a clean, healthy version of chocolate. So it's not like I'm going down and getting something from, you know, a packet, like a old school, you know, sugary bar of some sort. Um, I make my own or I buy a raw 90% dark chocolate. Um, I make a lot of raw treats at home. I make a lot of really nourishing like protein balls with coconut oil, cacao powder, dates, and just blend it all together, vegan protein and cacao nibs. And it's for me, Yum. that's just so delicious. And I have that and I don't feel like I continue to crave food or I need to keep filling something, a void in my body. And if I have something small every day, then I'm staying on track. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. feel like – I'm depriving myself and then just like going on this big binge because there was a point in my life when I was 18 and 19 when I was traveling for modeling where I was really, really strict on my diet and my exercise and to the point where I was restricting a lot of uh, food groups, not eating carbohydrates, really limiting my fat intake, even mm. the good fats like avocados and nuts. Um, and I got to the point where I was, I lost a lot of weight and I was, uh, I lost my periods for about two and a bit years. Wow. And that's a long time. Yeah. Something so natural for the body, not happening for so long. And I, you know, I'd go to bed at 7 p.m. and wake up at 7 a.m. and I'd still be tired. Um, I was on this vicious cycle of, like I was saying, I would restrict and then I would binge eat and then it was just horrible moods and fatigue and le lethar lethargy, lethargy um, and just constantly trying to um, keep, up. keep up. And then I woke up one day and I thought, I am just tired of being tired. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I made a change. You know, I, I slowly had to learn how to nourish my body, what foods are right to eat for my body, what does a balanced plate mean, 
what does it mean to keep that yin and yang, that that fire and that that water or earth? What's what's the balance that I need in my life to keep my energy sustained throughout the day and to help me thrive to the best of my ability? So that's what I've spent the last sort of decade teaching myself that and researching and educating myself. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is the sort of knowledge that you're passing on to your little ones as well. Absolutely. And especially Violet. You know, yep. I think just women from from day one, even when we're born, we are so different to men. And we just ha- obviously we have a, a different biological and chemistry makeup mm. and we think differently and we think differently about ourselves more so. Like we've got an internal uh, voice in us that just – I don't know, reacts a lot um, a lot more sensitively, I think, to a lot of issues. So I'm noticing even though Violet's only five and a half, she's so much different in her thoughts and opinions to what Dom will be. Uh, you know, he's two, but I can still see some of his thoughts and opinions come yeah. through. But Violet saying things like, um, what does skinny mean, mum? Yeah. And she's saying mm-hmm. things like, um, uh uh, what? Why do we eat this food? What's this food doing to me? Or um, do I look pretty? Or mm, wow. how come my hair does this? Will all my teeth fall out? Like she's very inquisitive about her appearance, um, her characteristics, her traits, and how things work on her body, which is fascinating to me. So, yeah. uh, for as a mum, I've got to be really cautious and careful in how I approach the answers and the education. And the best thing, the best advice and the best thing that I think for me I've had to learn is nothing will beat um, like monkey see, monkey do. Nothing will beat the way that you act and that's what that's what she will take. Yeah. So how I what my actions are, what my actions are will be exactly what she then uh, follows. So yeah. if I'm making the smoothie in the morning and putting all the ingredients in and she's standing there with me, she's watching. Yeah. If I'm on the balcony practicing yoga or doing a workout and she's there with the music on next to me, she sees that. Yeah. If I'm sitting there meditating and she asks, why have you got your eyes closed, sitting there not talking, <laughs> I'll explain to her, you know. Yeah. So I'm trying my best, uh, the best as I can to actually guide her through this beautiful process. Mm-hmm. And it kind of forces you to be even better to make sure that you're giving off the best image and examples for her to make sure. And it kind of, do you think it keeps you in check if you ever start to feel a little bit negative? If you're thinking, oh, you know, this is, you know, I look like this or I'm not having a great day. Mm. Are you more mindful about still being positive? You know, you have a bad day, but that's okay. You move on. Yeah. Every second of every day, she's watching me like a hawk and they're such sponges, you know, they're just they're watching, taking in the movements, the the way I talk to myself, the way I treat myself, yeah. how I sit down for a meal is incredibly important. So, you know, the the old me would have stood there in the kitchen over a laptop scarfing down a meal, not conscious and just being completely unaware, whereas mm. now we all sit and we say, what was something special that, you, that happened to you today over a meal at the dinner table? Mm. And it's showing that Mealtime is a special time. You know, breakfast, lunch and dinner is that time that we nourish our body and we're putting fuel into our body to actually sustain us for the rest of the day. And if we don't treasure that time and actually give it the space and the love that it needs, 
then that's what we become. You know, if it's if it's just shoved in with no love, with no yeah. attention, then that's I, I think that's what the next three to four hours of energy that we'll get from that food will be. It'll mm-hmm. be it won't digest properly. You'll get pains. It'll be uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, I try my best to. You know, kids are hard, especially Dom, two and a half. He's up and down like a yo-yo. But I try as best we can to sit everyone down and to really, um, I guess, dedicate that time to eating mindfully. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I would really love to chat about your active wear now because Alana and I are both in love with all of your designs. (laughs) Thank you. Lusting after the camo set. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I haven't got the camo one on today. I've got the old old collection on. (laughs) How how do you design these sorts of things? So we basically just take inspiration from everywhere. Um, I'm very lucky. I've got a team of about two to three girls that help uh, to, you know, design and create future collections. As you can imagine, it's a very full-on job with a lot of different um, realms in the equation. So mm-hmm. from marketing to the actual accounting to the business development to the actual designer development process, there's so many different roles and jobs um, that need to be done in order to create, launch, and um, produce a clothing company. Um, so for me, I I don't know, I guess we just think about firstly what we want to wear and what as a, as a woman makes us feel good. We've yep. always been very much about, you know, what what is something that is clean and still sophisticated and um, – clean and crisp but still has a bit of an edge and bod actually stands for body of dance so it stems (laughs) it stems from when misha and i first met as well yeah so we wanted to create a range that was clean and unique and uh not crazy and wacky in any way but still had that dancing twist so we always want to incorporate that and keep it really true to those roots (laughs) and has beauty kind of always been part of your life or was it something that grew more as you got into modeling and kind of was in front of the camera more? Yeah, I think it's definitely been something uh, more recent that's that's come up. And as I said, I've always just kind of done sport, taking care of my body from, uh, you know, f- more for from food for fuel perspective and just eating to, you know, survive the day and get through my training and all of that. Um, but from beauty and makeup and skincare and all of that complex regime, that's definitely something I've learnt in the last sort of 10 years through the media industry and through my work as a model. So when you are on the go traveling kind of like handbag centrals, what are your products that you have to have with you? Is it like a sunscreen or a mm. lip balm? What are your kind of top five things that you would always take with you? It's a really good question. Ooh, I, from a beauty perspective. Yeah. Um, I would say a good lip balm. I would say uh, concealer just for touch-ups. There'd be a brush for that concealer. <laughs> um, you know, brow gel brushes uh, are really amazing. Like I love a really good full brow and I'm forever brushing up my brows. <laughs> and the other one I would say is for camera probably probably blotting paper mm. as well. Yeah, just for a quick blot to 
Deshaun myself. <laughs> when you are on camera, do you sort of have a, a look that um, you sort of always go for or do you like trying different things? Or even when you're on a night out, do you sort of go crazy with the smoky eye or are you just, you know? I'm very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I am so basic, it's not funny. And every time my hair and makeup artist comes over, mm. she goes, ah, okay, same, same. <laughs> um, because I just love um, – I love my makeup to be as natural to my face as possible and, yes, I might shade in my brows or put a a little bit of um, individual lashes on my eyes or a a really natural colour in the socket, Mm -hmm. um, some beautiful blush, just a natural glow. I really just try and keep it all about the skin and try not to put too much product on my skin so that it's still able to breathe. But my natural... Uh, appearance is coming through, you know, and especially with the work that I'm doing. When I used to model, don't get me wrong, I, for photo shoots, would have some weird and wacky creations, like <laughs> some weird, some strange stuff. Um, and that was fun to get creative. Yeah. But for me, for day to day, I love just um, doing something that I'm comfortable in. And I think you've just got to find what makeup style suits you. What suits your personality? What allows you to be that best version of yourself and express your personality? So for me, I'm very much about a very clean, holistic way of living and I love just um, just being as raw as I can and clean as I can. So I don't want too much on my face. I yeah. love just it being fresh and not feeling like I can scrape it off with a teaspoon. <laughs> They're like wiping across and blowing the dust <laughs> off your finger. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And what was the last beauty product you used completely down to the very last one, you know, the ones where you've got to cut the tube open and scrape yeah. it out? <laughs> um, oh, my natural – my deodorant that I use, I've literally just pr- ordered another another one because it's I've had to scrape that down. <laughs> um, Out of curiosity, which one do you use? I use, I use black chicken. Oh, Have you heard of that I've one? tried no pong. Oh, I have never. Mm. Is that a version of black chicken? Or? I don't know. Oh. It's, it's a subscription natural deodorant one, though. Gotcha. So they send you a new one like every month. No pong is a fun name. I know. It's right? so good. <laughs> <laughs> like what the? Um, yeah, black chicken. I absolutely love. Yeah. And the product that I beauty product that I squeezed down last would probably be. Um, oh my goodness, I'm just trying to think of that actual act of like. <laughs> Getting it right down to the body. Oh, it was probably the brow gel. Like I was literally scraping the sides to to get it up. (laughs) So, yeah. All right, Jackie, you can do the honours of our rapid fire. Yes, our quick five questions. I love rapid fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Drum roll. (laughs) Okay, Rachel, if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, Concealer, uh, creamy custard from NARS. Oh, yeah. So I love good. it. Specific. <laughs> what one word would you use to describe your beauty routine? Organised. Your biggest beauty fail? Uh, straightening my hair with a hair iron when I was 15. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> the beauty trend that you've never mastered? The high processed uh, contour look, like, you know, with the stripes up the yep. face. And yeah. <laughs> never got onto that. Um, and when do you feel most Beautiful. Um, either when I'm with my husband or uh, after I dive in the ocean 
or after a really beautiful, uh, difficult but rewarding workout. Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. My absolute pleasure. pleasure. It was so nice to meet you both. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> So, I think I need to find some time to meditate. You really do, Jackie. She's a superhuman. Do more with your time, gal. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, girlfriends. That's all we have time for today. But make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Rate, review. It means that we can go and tell more people about the wonderful things that we ramble on about every week. Yes, and you can also find us on Instagram at Beauty Boss Podcast. And make sure you tell us what you want to hear more of. And who from. Exactly. So next episode, we'll be bringing you another awesome interview with a beauty boss babe. And make sure you tune in. But until then, don't over exfoliate. Bye. Bye.